purpose. No, I was trying to. Okay, well, you didn't need to call me out. Uh, hey guys, this is your girl, <laughs> Christina, looking at my girl Shkisha like she's crazy, and we are the Mary and Martha podcast. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Keisha just gonna sit up here and eat chips on a podcast. Oh my god. Can you meet her, please? I'm going to just talk for the intro. She uh-uh. can eat her chips because I'm not uh-uh. understanding what's happening right uh-uh. now. <laughs> no. My God. Um, What am I going to say? We Mary Martha podcast. We're here See? every Thursday. See? See? I can't even focus when you uh distracted me. See? Where we gather weekly to concentrate, communicate, You purpose but distracted. And celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purposeful lives. That's right. <laughs> So here we are celebrating how Jesus loved women, how he raised women up, and how he made sure that his actions and interactions with us made sure that we knew we were dignified, worthy, and qualified Mm -hmm. to walk in his glory. Mm. Hallelujah. So you can come and find us every single Thursday Right, as she contemplates on whether she's going to take another chip. I saw I that. Am. I saw you, that. Because you hating on me. She, every other Thursday. I got <laughs> Every Thursday, actually. on me. Um, come hang out with us on Instagram at Mary and Martha Podcast. Email us all your questions at Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Or come hang out with us on the internet, www.marymartha.com. Bring your chips. .com. Don't bring chips. So, also, guys, bring remember to like bars. Remember to like and subscribe. So, if you really, really, really like what you're hearing, you love the ministry, you can't eat those chips on, on the podcast. You love your ministry. I was about to do ministry. it and you wouldn't hear me. Um, okay. Please like and subscribe, even though Keisha is. <laughs> I'm chewing silently now. Can you still hear me? <laughs> Gosh. What you got for church announcements? <laughs> well, gather round, gather round, saints and ain'ts for the church announcements for this week. So for the month of November, we will be reading the book Queendom Come by our queen. good sis Tamara Cease. She's your queen. That's right. And so in order for us to get you all excited for the book, as you know, in the month of October, we are doing our weekly Queendom quotes from the various chapters. Um, I have my queendom quote ready. When when is it, girl? My queendom quote is your name speaks for you mm. when you're not around. Mm. <laughs> if that ain't the truth, I don't know what is. <laughs> and let me tell you how I know that that's the truth because somebody sent me an email this week saying that they were applying to my law firm. Mm. And I just, you know, I forget how old we are, that people would do that sort of thing. And as soon as she sent me the email, um, I called my old judge. Mm. Because when you're you're close enough to certain judges, so... um, you got a bunch of them. Oh, wait. I do. Okay, never mind. You I don't want to say his name. Never mind. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just personally curious, but you But right. yes. So, so I called him and I was like, hey, this person has applied for my job. Tell me about her. And so gave her, gave me the lowdown. So before mm-hmm. I even was res- now, once I got off the phone with him, I responded to her email. So I said, hey, girl, call me this time. Let's talk. Blah, 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 blah. But your name speaks for you when you're not around, because before I even responded to her email, I called the person 
that she kind of let me know we both know Mm -hmm. before I even had a conversation with her Mm -hmm. to know what was up and I was going to take his word and based on what he said I was going to act and I know Mm -hmm. that there are plenty of times when I've sent an email but just in my naive my naivete Naivete. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't know that people were talking before I was even in the room so Mm. just like you should like get your character right sis because they're gonna talk about you and you won't even be there (gasps) you know what this was that was about to be my episode for today for real for real i was going to talk about ruth and how boaz knew who she was before he met her because of her because of her um character and how she treated naomi Hmm. and he was like oh that's the one i've been hearing about that's been with naomi all right cool she can come hang with us come eat the grain that we pick come because of her character so that you know what that makes me want to change my message but we're not gonna do that we're not that's gonna be out of order Mm -mm. so my (laughs) we got we got plenty of podcasts so mine is found on page 38 um, and the quote is things become dangerous when our impatience fuels a desire to operate outside of his boundaries, questioning God's purpose rather than adhering to his precaution. Mm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Can y'all not? Can y'all not? Can I not mm-hmm. become so impatient? Mm-hmm. And I can see the promise, but I'm just like. God, I don't understand, you know, your purpose for this promise. Uh, Lord, I'm tired of obeying this. I'm tired of going in order. And then we're like, we're, we're, it's kind of like gutter balls. You know how in bowling you put up for kids who don't know actually how to throw the ball down the aisle? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it the aisle? Lane. Lane. There we go. And down the lane, you put up um, those boundaries those bumpers there we go those bumpers so that they can actually get the ball down the lane Mm -hmm. whenever we are not mature in certain areas god will put up bumpers so that we can actually get whatever we need to do down that lane i'm just saying and then and we getting mad at them bumpers those boundaries and we're like man god can we take away these boundaries i'm just i'm sorry i got a word in me today we like we like god take away these boundaries and god is like this will make you better you have to practice with the boundaries before i can take them down because you're gonna roll a gutter ball every time if you don't have these boundaries somebody come get Christina come get her I mean I'm not saying you're not speaking the truth but I still need somebody to come get her please thank you you know what the Lord is in me good lord (laughs) all right so those are our two thanks tam quotes (laughs) for the week if you haven't picked up your book go get your book my god get your book by now come on we're so excited go get your book we'll put the link in the show notes reading it um and b b b b b excited yeah all right so let's move on to our mary and martha moment for the week what was your mary martha moment Okay, so I kind of have, I have one and a half. So let me start with the, what you, what you pointing at? I was trying to get Asha's attention. Oh, I Did thought you, you saw a ghost. Really? I was like, Jeez. what you pointing at? So <laughs> I have one and a half. Um, my my one is the men's, Zion men's conference was this weekend. It was so freaking lit. Like we had such a great time. 
I was volunteer coordinator two years in a row because my man um, is the main, you know, like bringer together convener of the men's conference. Shout out to Pastor Jason Jones is Pastor Bay. So, um, yeah, it was just it was great. We had hundreds of men like singing during worship like they were hands lifted running around church getting excited jumping up and down and just like you could hear them from outside of the sanctuary singing loud all of them so um that was just such a great moment so i just wanted to you know i was in my martha though because i volunteer coordinator you got to make sure everybody's in line right in place but the team was amazing they're excellent like just shout out to them um so my other little moment was I had actually no I'm saying that for next week so yeah so okay. shout out to the men's conference it was amazing nice. members save I taught Carson how to say serve and how to snap oh, so Lord, I'm so sorry Asha save the babies <laughs> um on my me? Mary Martha moment this week real easy real simple I rested this weekend praise God the opposite of me and I well the opposite of me <laughs> if we being real I sat all the way down. Let me tell y'all why. Remember, remember last week, you know, I talked about the, um, the big event that I did at First Baptist. So, I mean, ultimately there was about like, there was over 1400 people at that event. That was so amazing too. I'm so proud of you. That was awesome. It was really great. It was really, really great. If we talk about the logistics of that day on a personal level, you're probably tired. I was at work late Friday because I had to work and then, you know, get all the stuff in the car and everything for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Woke up at 630. Now, I'm an early Ooh. riser, but I don't wake up at 630 and put on a full face. Somebody has to be there. Um, vendors, they wanted vendors to come between 7 and 8 because the vendors room opened at 8 o'clock. So gotcha. I had to get there early yeah. enough to set up the table. Yep. All yep. that kind of stuff. So I was there running around doing things. The event started at 9 did the event did the presentation was on the panel mm-hmm. and then afterwards you know there was a long line of people who wanted to talk awesome. i stayed and talked to every single person who was patient enough to stay and talk to me My God. and i left around three something mm-hmm. went to eat went home and got on the couch and crashed it was like thursday when i started <laughs> feeling <laughs> Like I had recovered. Not Thursday. No, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I My woke up goodness. Thursday and I was like, oh, okay. I don't feel delirious today. And so oh I, decided, I decided I um, decided that I was going to rest. And I missed um, I missed a good friend's son's birthday party. Um, a, a bunch of uh, friends got together and I sent Joseph. <laughs> um, and I was, in, I only planned to be in my bed for the morning, but I was in my bed all morning. I set out hair appointments, nail appointments, um, facial, you know, chin, lip, you know, all that, getting all the wax done, my eyebrows, so I can look like a woman by the time the rest of the month comes. Um, set all that out and then was like, all right, I'll get it for the afternoon. And my body was like, no, no, sis. <laughs> no, we're taking a day. We're, we're taking a full day. And I finally felt rested because I did not force myself to get up and do anything. Mm. I just rested. I was in the moment. I watched some Netflix. I didn't even use my brain. So Good. I was actually well rested. I went to church on Sunday and then rested some more. Good. So 
Um, I went over like a friend's house, but it was like real chill. I was there for breakfast. I stayed all day. But like, it's just just me and the friend. So it doesn't, it didn't take any energy out of me. We were on the couch. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I thank you, Lord, for Mm. the opportunity to rest and for reminding me how important it is for me. So because it is important. You yeah, chill sometimes. it is. It is. And I, I hate that I allow myself to kind of miss those important sort of things. But I set out the rest of my rest Saturdays for the rest of 2019. And um, Negro's not even going to see me the first quarter of 2020. So I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> you have an excuse. So it's fine. Like no one's going to be. Even like, if I didn't, I hibernate in the winter. Where are you? What's going on? Yeah, my, my, how about, I already have January dates booked. So. <laughs> I have a March. I have a March event booked already, so that's going to be like my first event for 2020, and that is like March 21st. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a we got a whole retreat <laughs> that we got. What is it? March 27th and 28th. Women's Ministry Zion. And don't we uh, have our retreat? I forget what date we said. I don't remember, but it, it was remember. it was beginning of the month. I'm calling it. It was beginning of the month. <laughs> No, because I'm going to see the baby. So I'm, okay, I'm going to be like. Y'all going to have to come over to my house because. That's, well, that's. Okay, cool. I, first of all, that's what I was planning to do As long anyway. as everybody's good. All Let's right. just be very clear. Oh. Okay. So moving on to the group chat. <laughs> moving on to the group chat. So. Oh, good. It's not that bad. So. Guys. um, I am really tired of people bragging about how petty they are. Like, I feel like in our society right now. We have been glorifying how petty we can be. And that bothers me just 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 a smidge because a lot of times we're cutting people down um, by their actions or inactions and we're being so precise about it. In public. In public that we're not really thinking about how that affects the hearer how that affects the people around us who are watching and how that really affects our testimonies and our, our witness. And I, if I see another saved in petty shirt, I'm going to scream or a petty queen. She's a petty queen. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because like being saved and petty, shouldn't go together they they, now, they ob- can go together but mm-hmm. they should not go together now obviously like we're not talking about the stuff that's in jest but i mean the fact of the matter is is like sometimes you joke about something long enough that it really becomes mm-hmm. the reality and mm-hmm. you you just never know how little by little those mm-hmm. kind of cultural things corrode the christianity in us right right and other and other people it's like we gotta really really watch the things that we say and the things that we do so that we are not damaging other people mm-hmm. in the midst of us trying to be witty. Yeah, we're supposed to be uh, witnesses. <laughs> I'm saying. Witnesses, not constantly just witty. So that brings me to one of... Although, she is witty. <laughs> okay, don't let anyone <laughs> tell you different. You can be witty <laughs> without being mean. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about Proverbs 15, 1 through 4. Um, I'm going to read both the NLT version and then the message version. So the NLT version goes. Ooh, 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 ooh. Tell the people ooh, where you're reading ooh, from. I said Proverbs 15, 1 through 4. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you say the scripture? My bad. Proverbs 15, 1 through 4 for Shakisha. I'm just looking out um, for y'all. I'm looking out for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So verse 1. A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. The Lord is watching 
everywhere, keeping his eye on both the evil and the good. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. All right, going into the message version. A soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but a harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise speaks knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable, but the babbling mouth of fools spouts folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good in all their endeavors. A soothing tongue speaking words that build up and encourage is a tree of life. But a pervasive, a perversive, sorry, tongue speaking words that overwhelm and depress crushes the spirit. Mm -hmm. So what I really want to focus on is today the glorification of petty. And what I mean by that is it's the don't mess with me. I'm petty spirit. Like mm-hmm. if you mess with me, I'm going to cut you down. If you mess with me, I'm going to cut. I'm going to get you with my words. We use pet, our pettiness as a defense mechanism to show how tough we are, how quick witted we are, how intelligent we are. But it sometimes really just shows how mean we are mm-hmm. and how careless we are with our words. Um, I think I really like what you're saying about it being a defense mechanism. Mm. Because, I mean, some people are just naturally witty. Uh, My best friend, like, super witty. Mm -hmm. But she's not petty with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She uses the witty for good. (laughs) She uses the witty for her witness. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can be, I mean, there is... I think being witty and being quick with it is, is a great skill to have. Yeah. Because it means that you have the words to say to keep the conversation moving sometimes Mm -hmm. or at the right time the words to make people laugh i think there's a certain um in litigation so i used to be a trial lawyer oh so did i (laughs) it was fun yeah in litigation like you have to have to think on your feet it's a skill that that you have to like if you don't have it you got to learn it um, but like any skill, you can use it for good or for right. bad. Like you can't be petty in the courtroom. I mean, you can, but like nobody going to judge is, with you. A judge is not going to be a fan of it. No. You take it too far and the judge is like, oh, no. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a couple right now. My mind in print. just kind of corner. So it would be like, mm, oh, oh, actually, sorry. Sidebar. Oh, Lord. So I know you saw a black woman, a black lady sketch show. Yes. And the black lady courtroom. Of course. So everybody kept asking me like, oh, my gosh, she was like that. I said, I. <laughs> My legal career started in Prince George's County, Maryland. It was a black lady courtroom. And Hello. most courtrooms I went to, mm-hmm. shout out to all the black lady judges who are on the Prince George's County bench and Hello. all the black lady bailiffs, all the black lady uh, court reporters, all the black yep. lady, what's the other thing called, what they call up the cases? Uh, law clerk, uh, courtroom clerks. Courtroom clerks. I can't mm-hmm. think. Courtroom mm-hmm. clerks, like child. Shout out to my old boss. Which one? <laughs> uh, the chief judge. A blue. Okay. A blue. But um, y'all can Google her if you need to. But uh, but name. but yeah, they they wouldn't be having that. Black lady courtrooms don't be having on that petty. I'm just <laughs> they can be yeah. petty, but you can't be. No. You can't be petty because then you're gonna have a black lady judge who's gonna be pettier than you are. Exactly. Okay. Child, that, then that, that just you, you don't want to. You're never gonna win by a black lady you're judge. Never gonna win. <laughs> So, okay, so let's talk about what do I mean by being petty. So, what is petty? Urban Dictionary defines petty as um, a person who is purposely childish with the intent of eliciting a reaction that's sometimes funny. 
Um, another thing, another definition they have is making things, events, or actions normal. Normal people dismiss as trivial or insignificant into excuses to being upset, uncooperative, childish, or stubborn. Mm. I love those two definitions in particular. And for me, it's not like Christ to be petty, to be hyper focused on details and someone else getting them precisely right, um, to be really blowing up things that are trivial and insignificant and just using it as a reason for us to be huffy and puffy. You know, I don't want to mess with you anyways. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Like, that's not what being a follower of Christ is really about. Um, one thing that I do, I did find interesting is I did my research. I said, I'm going to talk about this, but I, as I did my research, one thing that I saw was a study people did about, it was kind of about being, being petty or being particular. So, mm-hmm. you know how with the advent of like cash app and Venmo and et cetera, whenever we go out to like dinner or something, a lot of times we'll just cash app or Venmo somebody else. Right. Um, so what the study did was it gave people a series of numbers, gave them that same scenario. What if you went to dinner with a friend and let's say the dinner was $23 and 56 cents and rate your responses to someone paying $24 even someone paying 23.56 what how do you feel about either response and most people perceive the person who paid the $24 as somebody who was like oh my gosh you're such a great friend and had a negative view of the 23.56 they're like oh my god they're counting coins but it's like that's how much it that's how much it costs like Mm -hmm. what but but it just shows you that when you are not that that person is wrong for paying that amount but it shows you that people have a negative reaction to somebody who like counts everything and hold like you have to make sure that um we are giving people grace and we are giving people margin and we are giving people the ability to make mistakes without us having to just publicly call them out and tell them what you know, what they should have done and what they didn't do. And we really have to watch our witness as Christ followers. So let me leave y'all with uh, some some things to think about as you try to avoid being petty. One, are you just trying to be right? Mm. Like you just, you know, you, sometimes I have to ask myself, is it worth me expending my own energy and making someone else feel a certain type of way if at the end of the day it don't really matter and I'm just trying to be right. Yeah. I mean, I think the question to ask is um, do I want to be right or do I want to be in right relationship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... You don't always have to just win the argument. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's worth more to preserve that person. Yeah. Um, two, is pointing this out going to help somebody? Like, mm-hmm. is it going to help you be a better person? Is it going to help you understand something, learn something? And it's, if it's not helpful, then I don't think a lot of not. I don't think a lot of times it's not worth saying if it's not going to be helpful, if it's not going to further something along. Right. There should be a point, like a bigger point in what you're trying to say. Absolutely. Because it's, if, if you're just if you're just saying something to say something, then you're not, you're just talking into the air. Yeah. Is it going to hurt or is it going to like, it's like sometimes Reverend Wally will be be like, this is going to hurt before it helps. Mm -hmm. That's different. Mm -hmm. Like, is it going to hurt then help Mm -hmm. or is it just going to hurt? Is it right? Is it just (laughs) because I feel like it right now? Mm -hmm. I'm going to just be like, "Ah, I'm going to be petty because like, no. Is that the sound you make before you're (laughs) being hurtful? Okay. I mean, it could be, Mm it could be. Mm -hmm. So, um, the other thing is, are you being gracious? Like, 
you got to really think about um, one thing that I taught Carson this weekend, actually, me and Carson hung out all weekend. I saw her all kinds of stuff. Yes, I could tell um, by the way she <laughs> talked to me when I walked in. Mm-hmm. But I told her, and I don't know if she remembered this, but I told her it's all about being gracious to people mm-hmm. and walking around, not like you're better, but like you're royalty and I'm almost above like the stuff that's worthless. So when I said what is gracious, I told her the definition of that is walk- being nice. Being just being nice to people. I kind of like calling it being kind rather than being nice. Okay, but what we kind? Like I, I just, I just think that's so important to really look at. Like, am I being gracious in this situation? Am mm-hmm. I just, am I kind of being above it, above the pettiness? Yeah. So those are three things just to kind of think about as you try to avoid being petty. And one of the um, my favorite scriptures that talks about. Um, this is Colossians 4, 5 through 6, reading the Amplified Version. Conduct yourself with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders, non-believers. Make the most of each opportunity, treating it as something precious. Let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant. Season with salt so that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. In this um, particular chapter or verse they're talking about how sometimes people who are non-believers will challenge your faith mm-hmm. you know they're asking you questions they're trying to figure out if you believe what you say you believe etc but even when you're being challenged you have to make sure that you're it's your always gracious in your speech you're always pleasant in your speech you have to make it taste good you have to season it with something salt preserves and y'all know black people season so i mean we got have blood pressure salt salt honor honor your ancestors (laughs) salt preserves and think about it as i'm my speech needs to be seasoned with salt so that it preserves this relationship it preserves my witness it Mm -hmm. preserves you know how people perceive me and when so that when you're answering people, you know how to answer that person, even right. if they're challenging you because you're gracious and pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at all of the times that Jesus was challenged child, by the, the people times. who ultimately killed him, mm-hmm. he was even when he carried them like he was still gracious in it. Mm hmm. <laughs> He was. He was. And I mean, sorry for those of you who are not from the DMV, like even when he played them, how how would you define carried? Put them in their place. Even when he put them in their place. It's not, but I think it's just a helpful way to describe it for this context. (laughs) Just in case you don't know what we mean by carried, but carried is like, dang, he carried you. You didn't explain it. You didn't explain it. Like what I was helpful about that? I didn't. I didn't. But oh, you know, I'm All just. Right. I'm just saying. So, so we have to pursue peace and not let being petty paralyze us. So always remember to pursue peace and not petty. All right, y'all. Let's go into our power prayer of the week. Thank you, Laura, for this time together. Thank you, Laura, for the fellowship. God, we just ask that you would guard our tongues. God, help us to make sure that whenever we're speaking on your behalf or just speaking, period, because whenever we speak, we should consider it a representation of you. God, we ask that you would help us to be gracious in our speech, to be kind in our actions and to be to have integrity with our word. God, we ask that you would help us to focus on our um, on the higher relationship that we have with you, which calls us to be into right 
relationship with those around us. So thank you, God, for the opportunity to reflect at this time on how we speak to other people and to really challenge ourselves to move past the petty into the peaceful, loving, nourishing relationship that you've called us to have. Thank you, God, for this time together. We ask that you would keep us safe through the week. And until we meet again, we ask that you would just keep loving on us despite Mm -hmm. our trash way that we talk to each other. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you. That's actually funny. Thank you all for tuning in. If you don't joke with God, you don't pray enough. Okay. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Mary Martha Podcast. Right. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> so like the woman in Mark 14, 8. Do what you can, sis. Do what you can. See you next week. Bye, guys. Mary and Martha.